Monday, 13th of February, 2023. And Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. Acts 14, verse 12. In the previous verse, those in Lystra, who had seen the miraculous healing of the crippled man, had raised their voices and exclaimed that the gods had come down to them in the likeness of men. With that remembered, it now says, and Barnabas they called Zeus. The verb is imperfect and more rightly says, and they were calling Barnabas Zeus. They proclaimed him Zeus and kept telling everyone that came around that he was Zeus. The name translated as Zeus is found only here and in the next verse, Dizis, verse 12, and Dizios, verse 13. Strong's defines the name as, quote, Zeus, the Greek god of the sky in all its manifestations, corresponding to the Roman Jupiter and to the leading god of the native Lyconians, end quote. Along with this name for Barnabas, it next says, and Paul, Hermes. The name Hermes is found only here and in Romans 16.14, when referring to one of the congregants by that name. Strong's defines the name as, quote, Hermes, the messenger and herald of the Greek gods, or rather the corresponding Lyconian deity, end quote. The name may come from the verb aereo, to speak or say. He would correspond to the Roman god Mercury. This name is applied to Paul because he was the chief speaker. It is clear that Paul was the main orator. As this is so, these people probably thought he spoke on behalf of Zeus, as a herald might call out a proclamation while the royal figure who issued the proclamation stood by. Those in Lystra were set in their minds that the gods had truly come among them. Giving them names only helped establish this supposed truth in their minds. Life Application Simple logic can nail down that there is only one God. It can also tell us that this one God has a plurality within himself. A monadic God would have no ability to reach out beyond himself. These things can be deduced by simply thinking through what are known as the first principles. Take time to consider them. They are not intended to be a tool for evangelism. The gospel is that tool. God has made the gospel extremely simple, and we will only taint the message by adding superfluities. However, it is good to be able to explain complicated matters to those who ask. And so make yourself aware of these first principles. Consider them, and be ready to defend what is logical and orderly, because God is the author of logic, and everything he does is purposeful and with order. Dr. Geisler's first principles are either undeniable, or they are reducible to the undeniable. Hence, any attempt to deny them will validate them. This is evident from an analysis of them. Based on the 12 first principles, which are contained in the commentary which is provided in written form on the website, we can see that belief in God is rationally justifiable. Further, belief in God is rationally required. To not believe in God, then, is both irrational and illogical. Unless these principles, which are undeniable, can be logically denied, please do so if you can, then there are no reasons to think that belief in God is not rational.
Further, there are no reasons to think that belief in God is not required. In other words, belief in God is both rational and required. The reciprocal must then be true. To deny God is both irrational and illogical. It is a form of arrogance that is revealed in one who cannot face the logical, orderly and harmonious universe in which we live, and which is clearly guided by an unseen hand. After all, ex nihilo nihil fit, out of nothing, nothing, there must have been a being, who is God, who has brought all things into existence. However, to bring this to the simplest and most basic of human levels, for those who simply want to argue against what is self-evident, all we need to do is look at the reaction of anyone, be it a fully developed believer in God or a self-purported atheist, who faces a major disaster in his life. Let us go with the death of a child. When the child is run over in front of the parent, whether in a Hollywood movie or in real life, the very first reaction from any of them is inevitably and invariably to cry out, Oh God! The necessary being of these great thinkers of the past has infused even the most depraved soul with a purposed knowledge of himself deep in the recesses of their minds. Though we can actively shut him out most of the time, when we face our most primal moments, we turn back to him for an answer to the horror which we have faced, thus demonstrating that we do, in fact, find him both rational and required in a world of confusion and chaos. Lord God, help us to think rationally about you and what you have done. Our emotions should not be a basis for our faith in you, but a result of it. They should also not drive our theology, but they should result from it, exclaiming, How great you are, O God, for what you have done for us. Thank you, O God, for Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the people began to call Barnabas loose. They called Paul Hermes because he was the main speaker. Acts 14 verse 12. Yes, I